everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Have you ever wondered what spiritual key you might be missing in bringing you to the fulfillment of your destiny? You read the Word, pray, do all the right things, love your neighbor, and yet something is missing. What could it be? Here to share the truths she found, as explained in her just-released King Truths, 21 Spiritual Keys to Unlocking Your Spiritual Potential, is its author, niece of slain civil rights leader Martin Luther King, Jr., director of civil rights for the unborn, the African-American outreach of Priests for Life, best-selling author of the popular King Rules, and America Returned to God, former Georgia State legislator, singer, songwriter, stage and screen actress, poet, and sometimes prophet, and certainly evangelist, who is a regular Fox contributor, conservative pundit, having appeared on C-SPAN, CNN, CBN, Daystar Television Networks, and Testimony. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my good friend, Always an honor, and let me just add, executive producer of her soon-to-be-released movie, Roe vs. Wade. Please welcome Dr. Alveda C. King. Alveda, welcome back to Testimony. Well, Jen Singh, it's so wonderful to catch up, and we have known each other for a while now. And uh, it's wonderful to see what God is doing as he's moving us all together, moving us forward as we are expanding and building the kingdom of God. And we do have keys to do that. So I'm glad to share with you today some of those keys. Well, amen and amen. Now, last week we did attempt to cover just some of what is in your tremendous read, birthed from your many life experiences of having to overcome what could have left you in despair and defeat. But for the grace of God, a praying family, and mentors along the way, God had other things in mind, miraculous at times, hard fought, but in the end, a glory to him, as we will now further explore. For starters, of the 21 spiritual keys you mention in your book, Alveda, what one key means the most to you and why? I am very excited always about the master key. And you know on a key ring, you can have several keys, but if you run an organization or a building or a church or you have a home that needs several different keys for different things, but there's one key that can open every lock in that building, in that place, or in that house. And for me, the master key is love, agape love, God's love. Interestingly, Jen Singh, and I won't take the long version of how it happened, but I received a song called The Keys Song in the 90s. And in the, the beginning of the 21st century, someone presented me with a prophetic painting with keys. And then I had the opportunity through my publisher, Charisma House, to write this book. And so I just began to understand, God, what is this? You want me to know more about the keys of the kingdom. And Jesus taught us with these keys, whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever is loose on earth is loose in heaven. So I began to correlate 
the lesson or the parable of the keys with our life experiences. And the master key, to answer your question, agape love is the key. Now, we now abide faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love, but even mighty faith works by love. Hope springs eternal, but it must be nourished by love. So it's, we mean God's love, the love of God that's unconditional, that gave us John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes on Jesus will not perish, but will have everlasting life. And 17, for God didn't send his son Jesus into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Jesus can be saved. And so salvation, actually divine salvation is a key in the book, by the way. So we speak through the testimonies, key by key. I unveil my process, but then uniquely, I believe, I give the reader an opportunity to think about his or her life experience and to start building his or her key ring as well. Amen and amen. Well said. Some of the keys that you mentioned in your book, I'd like to share with our listeners now. One that you've already mentioned, divine love, the master key, divine salvation, divine forgiveness, divine authority, divine grace and mercy, divine humility, just to mention a few. Alvita, where do you feel most Christians may be missing it in their own spiritual life and keys. I'm glad you mentioned the key of humility. And it's in that same corridor with obedience, submission, and surrender. But you can't do any of those without divine humility. And so in other words, you know that scripture where there's envy, strife, there's confusion, and every evil work? Mm -hmm. Well, people will get into all types of arguments. We've seen it in our own nation and politics and places like that. Because I'm right, and you're wrong, and until you see it my way, we're not going to be able to do this. And yet, humility says, wait a minute, let me be quiet. Let me give you an opportunity to express. And you see, so if we have that divine humility, and then moving out of humility into obedience to the Word of God and to proper authority, and we can find out about that in uh, submitting to laws in the government and all that, say in Romans 13, which we discuss in the book, that if we, can, if we can become humble, obey God first, and then obey righteous authority, and then submit to that authority. And I had a pretty good time. I think I mentioned this in the book. I hope I did. When the first time I married, I didn't understand any of this. So I think I crossed my fingers behind my back. My granddad <laughs> was doing the marriage vows, and I crossed my fingers. I said, obey. Why do I have to obey him? Man, you could imagine how the rocky the marriage was just with that attitude. You have to submit to each other, submit to God, and submit to each other. And then the hardest thing that any human being has is fully surrendering to another person. But you see, we can fully surrender to God because He has our best interest in heart. I know the thing I've prepared for you, plans I have for you, not to hurt you, but to bless you and to prosper you. However, we have to remember that God is not a man or a woman. God can't lie. God is a spirit manifesting to us things as Father. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through the Father except by me. And so except for the atheists, everybody else pretty much admits that there's somebody greater who created us. The atheists hadn't quite figured that out, but everybody else gets that. And so since we have a divine creator, and we're going to have to go to court one day, so people like Oprah and all that. Well, there are many paths <laughs> to God. Everybody's going to meet God. Of course, that's true. You're going to meet God. 
but the, the benefit that we have to the Father, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, says Jesus. No one comes to the Father except by me. So God, the Spirit, who manifests as a Father, who we can trust and fully surrender to, that's who we're going to see on Judgment Day. And I don't know about you, Justine, but since we have to go to court, isn't it great for the judge to be our Father? Amen and amen. There are some people I'm glad they are not God, aren't you? <laughs> oh my goodness, we'd be in real trouble, including you and me, because they would never make it. I can promise you that. That's right, that's right. Now, you're a pro life activist, you're a civil rights activist, you know this better than most. In dealing with race relations and in reading the Bible, isn't this really a quote sin issue and not? a race issue and if those listening to this question do not have the word of God as their plumb line Alveda what hope is there really there is no hope except in God and Father Son and Holy Spirit and we have to be able to admit like I have in a transparent manner which is really not so comfortable to just air all my laundry except at the end of that story, I'm redeemed, I'm forgiven, I'm whole, I'm blessed. And so with that type of testimony, no matter what I've done, no matter what you have done, listeners, God will forgive you. And so because that is true, it's our great hope that at the end of the tunnel, there is a blessing for each and every one of us. And that's at the end of the door. When those doors are unlocked with those keys, Jesus is on the other side always, you know. And so we have to get there and to share that and to model that as people who have been blessed. Not perfect, but blessed. And that's, that's who and exactly what I am. Like the woman at the well, the woman caught in the act. I say about those testimonies. What beautiful testimonies. And they're there to show the grace and the mercy of the Lord. Amen and amen. Now, you are a spoken advocate for our current president, Donald J. Trump. What convinced you to fully support him when in the past you were not endorsing political candidates? Can you explain? I did not even endorse the president. I became his spiritual advisor with the Trump Diversity Coalition because I don't endorse candidates. The last candidate I endorsed was Governor Sam Brown back around 2007. He was going to uh, run against President Barack Obama. And he stepped out of the race, and I was about to endorse Governor Huckabee. And God said, stop endorsing and start praying. So I've not endorsed a candidate since 2007, but I have publicly stated that I was going to vote for President Trump, which I did. I was first on board with Dr. Ben Carson, who is now Secretary of HHS, Secretary Carson. And as soon as he supported the president, then I joined and with many others. And so what convinced me, I was listening. And so the very first thing he said, you know, ripping little babies apart in the womb, that's wrong. And I had already repented for my secret abortions and been healed. I agreed with that. That just made so much sense to me. And then they asked him about racism. He says, well, if everybody has a decent place to stay, a job, security, and an opportunity to explore their better selves, then people won't fight. So he, he wasn't looking at skin color. Not that he was colorblind, because colorblind means you need glasses. If you blindness is a medical condition, you don't want to be blind. You want to see the gift of ethnicity. But you want to recognize people as Acts 17, 26, of one blood, God made all people, so we're one race. So I understood that he understood that. 
And then when he said, uh, we're going to bring all the jobs back, I said, my God, that's marvelous because people need to go to work. We can't work if all the jobs are overseas. And so one by one, from the day he was elected, he has been keeping all of those promises. So I removed my emotions from the equation, listened to what he said he was going to do, asked God to help him do that should he be elected. And that's how I continue my support. And I'm very pleased with uh, his report card. He gets an A-plus from me. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to evangelist, best-selling author, civil rights activist, and guardian of the King legacy, Dr. Alveda C. King. Her latest must-read, King Truths, 21 Keys to Unlocking Your Spiritual Potential. You can learn more about Alveda's work, ministry, and mission by visiting alvedaking.com or civilrightsfortheunborn.org and get her book, King Truths, You Will Be Blessed, You Did. Alvita, thank you for sharing your life, your ministry, your mission, your music, and so much more through your latest King Truths, an authentic and transparent look at what God can do with a life surrendered as you have surrendered yours from the depths of despair to the rose garden of the White House in victory, in peace, in joy, and in love. You show us how. We thank you, and God bless you. Praise God. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.